Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Coffee Protocol podcast. This is your host Parishtan Baik, coffee educator and consultant. So, a few things have been going around uh, right now as we speak which has been good and interesting. A lot of places are opening up. Uh, the lockdown are ending in a lot of places. Food and beverage industry is starting to grow back again. Of course, it is a very difficult time for everybody. and all we can say is to be cautious and be safe and i hope and i genuinely really really hope and pray that you know things get better and everybody goes through this difficult time i have been working on a few things myself um, just to keep you uh, updated the movie is finally uh, done through the editing part we are still waiting for color correction to be done color grading to be happening working on the subtitles and a bit of uh, voice overs i'm so excited i cannot wait to share the trailer of the movie soon we have an interesting episode this week we are talking to somebody who is not sleeping i only can say that arman is an amazing amazing book it is about business it is about how to learn marketing and how to learn business and it is great let's get to the episode also before we start this week's episode um i would like to tell you that if you are listening um at spotify or apple podcast or any other podcast hosting applications or website please uh, do leave a review um, especially on apple and spotify this helps the ranking of the uh, podcast and it helps me reach more people like yourself and it is a self funded podcast so it makes a lot of um difference if you leave a review and a five star rating so i would urge you guys to do that and let's get into it at least if your name is catchy and memorable then people will find it easy to remember themselves but also tell other people right i can tell you this though when the word sleepy owl came out of our mouth for the first time right within within 15 minutes we had finalized it why is the name sleepy owl so uh you know when we started when we decided to get into the coffee business and mm-hmm. wanted to launch a consumer facing brand right mm-hmm. we knew that uh, you know the, the the brand name has to be something that is catchy and that has a very good recall value right uh, because there is so much noise and there are so many brands competing for attention that at least if your name is catchy and memorable then people will find it easy to remember themselves but also tell other people right um so so we wanted a catchy name and it was very intentional to try and come up with a name that is catchy um okay. we were lucky i think that we chanced upon sleepy owl right um and uh, of course you know as as uh, being lawyers and bankers ourselves 
we were used to burning the midnight oil being awake for long hours at night and we did feel like owls ourselves and people just have coffee when they are sleepy you know there's a very you know either to wake up in the morning or if you feel tired in the afternoon so it's the idea that you wake up having coffee so we decided that sleepy owl would be a good name and uh, no doubt you know because we had the owl which is a mascot or a bird which is the mascot we realized that if this is our logo if this is our name and logo it is something that can be represented very well uh, in in various ways right mm-hmm. uh, and now you see we have a lot of merchandise that's branded as well like the mug you're drinking from uh, so it just worked out for us and i think we're lucky to have this name and uh, you know it, it, it's it's um, it's uh, it is something that has become a caught on amongst our consumers I mean, it is a it is trust me it's a very 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 interesting name um, not something that you would easily forget for sure but was there a a close second option no there wasn't a close second option to be very honest like we came up with some very bad names i don't even want to disclose what those are um, and uh, my co-founder you know and i we 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 they just could not settle on it and i can tell you this though when the word sleepy all came out of our mouth for the first time right within within 15 minutes we had finalized it wow yeah that, there was that, no debate there was no debate after that you know nice so, so we we already started our, our our planning for the business and everything we didn't have a name hmm. so we were also in a hurry uh, you know okay the last thing we need now is a name and then we can launch we can you know get started so uh, so once this name came we didn't dwell on dwell on it too much we just jumped for it this is it like this is done. it Done. Nice, nice, nice. I mean, it is for sure very interesting uh, as a logo itself, and of course the mascot. It it works pretty uh, well with the brand. Um, the, the logo, though, Vinny has changed. This is our third logo. <laughs> this is the third logo now. It is the third logo. It's the third different owl. <laughs> okay, see, you're changing the owls now. So the owl, the first owl was, uh, you know, was made by. Uh, my my colleague at the firm at the job i was doing before this okay so, so he, i told him he was a designer for the company i was working at and mm. uh, i secretly told him to help us design the logo and that was the first owl the second owl was made by a freelancer based out of the uk and okay. the third owl was made uh, you know by an agency that we hired in ncr okay uh, so it had its own journey <laughs> wow i mean so i mean um... but do we as customers do we are, are like can we make out the difference like okay this uh, yeah, was the first one yeah? Yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely it's very visible but you have to also understand right in 2016 17 when we had our first owl we maybe had you know a couple of thousand customers very little right correct when we changed it we went from 1000 to maybe 5000 7000 customers hmm. but i think the last 60000 plus customers have only seen this owl they don't even know what the other owl looks like right um wow. it's only people who have been on the journey from 16 till now have experienced all three owls and uh, for us those are the you know customers who had a long time with us and they remember it from there nice so this is the third owl yeah hopefully uh, the last <laughs> i was about to ask you like are you going to venture into the fourth owl as well i don't think so i don't think so this see the thing as a as a startup right beni when we started and when we got into this right you have to understand startups have limited resources right so we worked with what we had but right. as we grew as we realized okay we want to do rtd bottles and other kinds of products right that initial design framework hmm. could not have been applied to the future products right correct correct so the third owl was actually a realization that listen we need to have something that 
can be transposed onto anything. If I Correct. want to open a cafe tomorrow, if I want to launch Tetra Pak tomorrow, if I want to, uh, you know, if I want to sell instant coffee tomorrow, whatever it is, any mm. kind of shape the packaging might take, the brand mm. might take, mm. this typography, this design can be transported everywhere. Correct. So then, so the third one was the most well thought out, planned, owl and design and everything else. The first two were very jugadu. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, most of the things, when when we think of a startup, that's how it begins, right? True, true. But no, but this is this is pretty cool indeed. So okay, now that you've said that, I mean, it can be imposed to a lot of different products and uh, merchandise and and probably uh, a place, whatever it is. Currently, I mean, since Sleepy Owl is not just a cold brew company, mm-hmm. what are the what are the total or what are the uh, entire product range that you have? under the brand of uh, Sleepy Owl. Mm, okay, so when we started, we started as a cold brew company with a bag-in-box product, which is essentially a, a, you know, a, a bag with a tap from which you can dispense ready-to-drink black cold brew, right? Correct. Um, that was available only in NCR. Mm-hmm. Um, we realized that you know, we, need to, we need to create products that have a longer shelf life and that can be transported around the country uh, if we want to be able to service India and the world, right? Correct. Correct. Um, so we went from that to our brew packs, which is an overnight uh, brewing bag, right? Mm. In which a customer can add cold water. Um, then we realized that, you know, and of course, when we raised our first round of investment, we realized that we have to play in the RTD segment, right? Because uh, other than Nescafe and Starbucks, there was no premium, good quality, clean label RTD coffee. And we became the first brand to, you know, launch that in a glass bottle. Hmm. And last but not the least, we have our hot brew coffee, which is essentially a single serve bag of coffee. Again, hmm. we were the pioneers and the first brand in India to do that. Correct. Uh, and that gave us a range where we have hot and cold, because uh, you know India is a country where at least our north, the northern region of India experiences severe winters. Correct. And uh, you know, a hot beverage needed to be a part of our offering. Correct. Uh, but India is also a country where people on a hot summer day want a hot cup of coffee, right? Correct. Yeah. So we had to have it. We had to become a full service firm that way. Hmm. And uh, now this is our range of products. This is what we have. Okay. And, uh, you know, I usually when people ask, I think never say never to anything, right? Like we'll see where our journey takes us. Okay. Uh, could be instant coffee, could be capsules, could be cafes, could be, uh, you know, everything is open, open for us. Uh, but slowly and steadily and everything will be done at the right time and it will be done in the sleepy owl way. Okay. People and our customers have an understanding and expectation of the standard that sleepy owl espouses, right? Like, okay. so, so when I say sleepy owl way or sleepy owl twist, uh, you know, we took the coffee industry by a storm. And okay. I think when we, when we do our future products as well, everything will have its own interesting twist to it. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, now, Coming a step uh, back, I mean, the co- I mean, you are three co-founders, correct? Correct, yes. And so who is from the law side and who is from the banking side? Okay, so Ashwajit and I met in law school in 2010. Correct. So 2010 to 15, we were in law school together and that's mm-hmm. where we both kind of uh, became friends and we started a business together mm-hmm. and decided that we want to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So both of us are from the law background. Ajay and Ashwajit went to school together and they're school friends. And Ajay was in... Um, uh, you know, he was in the US where he was working at JP Morgan as a banker, mm. as an investment banker. And then he came back to India and we started this together. So, you know, that's how the three of us are connected. And that's our professional background, you can say. 
correct and then you guys got into coffee and you know correct. thought that you know, this is this could be an interesting idea to get into and uh, you started planning around it and uh, yes. now i i know it i i i i think i i saw one of your interviews earlier on and you said you had mentioned that you know um it was something that you guys wanted to get into mm-hmm. and you guys quit your so called comfy jobs uh-huh. and then you started on this idea and then you got your initial seed from your family correct yes now that is the money side of it but did you guys ever had this thought whether like you know we are not hardcore coffee technical experts mm-hmm. did that ever come as a as a as an hindrance in your thoughts uh i i wouldn't say it it came as a hindrance in our thought we uh we we did know that yes we are not coffee experts but mm-hmm. our our goal wasn't at that point to become a coffee expert our goal was to become you know good entrepreneurs good businessmen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um to say that uh, you know uh, you know uh, the, the, i mean the, the the founders behind ola and uber they were not transportation experts correct. they were not correct. Uh, you know um, they 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 learned how to solve problems right Correct. and 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 come up with interesting solutions so for us also it was about okay we love coffee as a beverage mm-hmm. um, are we passionate enough to learn about the segment right like learn about coffee learn about coffee product learn about the industry mm-hmm. and we were confident that yes we have the hunger to learn mm-hmm. and with our knowledge that we will acquire mm-hmm. we will be able to create solutions to problems that the coffee industry faces oh, correct and uh, so i don't think we were ever deterred by that okay having said that yes if i had uh, you know maybe a lot of knowledge maybe a lot of uh, technical know how i would have done this you know differently right okay uh, so i'm actually glad that we didn't have that technical knowledge and know how because we came to it with uh, with a, with an unbiased uh, sort of perspective you know correct a clean um, slate absolute clean slate right yeah. yeah maybe if i had too much knowledge we would have said okay we also want to roast coffee and we want to be roasters you know so on and Correct. so forth we want to you know sell machines or so on and so forth but i think coming to it as as entrepreneurs first uh, i think that's what allowed us to create the kind of products that we have created hmm okay so i mean i the reason i asked this question to you is that you know i do speak to a few people who do give a call and you know they want to start a coffee business um, they want to do something in coffee and they, i mean most likely the second line they end up saying is that you know but we are not coffee experts mm. so we are not sure if we should do this i mean i always end up telling that you know you need not be a coffee expert i mean the worst case scenario if you have a need you can hire somebody to do it but the mm. idea is the idea is to have that business uh, in your head and that is the reason uh, i asked this question so while you guys were planning this i mean i don't want you to put it into stage but while you was initially planning this thing what was the most challenging decision and what was the most silliest decision that you guys took okay um <clears throat> i think uh, i th- i think you know the most uh, the most challenging decision at that point in time um very interesting question i think uh, you know man because it's not about the challenges i face now it is the challenges correct. that i faced 4 years ago right correct 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 um, i'll tell you the silliest thing that we did at that point Hmm. uh you know i uh, i i don't think necessarily it's silly but i you know we we assumed that uh we 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 assumed that uh you know starting a business from our living room was the was the best way to do it you know 
uh of course the circumstances were such that we had to brew our our initial first 3 4 months of coffee literally we would brew uh, wake up from the bedroom walk to the living room make 100 liters of coffee and uh, you know pack it and dispatch it so i find that you know while it was a necessity then i think that you know as an entrepreneur i could have been smarter and done uh, created a better uh, a framework and system from the beginning prepare for scale prepare knowing that okay you are going to do well Correct. you know this is going to work have that hmm. confidence and then make that investment you know hmm. into hmm. building a good facility correct uh, so while i'm proud that we were doing it like that i'm also not proud because it was uh, you know uh, uh, you know not not the best way to run a food business at the point in time while you say that all i'm imagining is you know you getting into your living room and <laughs> taking 100 liters of coffee and trying to filter it out and bag it and uh, take it out and it just sounds so much work and it's like a tedious stuff to deal with right i mean it was it was it uh, was and we didn't we had we had you know uh no help it was just the three of us trying to do all of these things from brewing correct. packaging to filtering to correct washing the you know utensils after correct correct everything was done uh, entirely by ourselves and it was very very fun and taught us a lot yeah. but uh, silly from a business side of it you know what i mean yeah but i mean at that point that's like you know you have to do it because you have to hustle to get everything done right of course and, of course of course and, of course 100% you could say that that was our uh, that was our mvp right it was a minimum viable product correct uh, correct yeah nice now uh, now that you guys are all into like sleepy owl as in your core business correct do you feel um, like working in the law firm mm-hmm. initially was that like did you have like a huge advantage from working from that uh, background in law so we didn't actually work at law firms we okay. just graduated with a degree so every time i tell someone i'm a lawyer turned coffee entrepreneur Yeah. Uh, my wife likes to correct me and say you're not a lawyer turned coffee entrepreneur you're a law student turned coffee okay. entrepreneur because i never okay. really practiced law i just graduated with a law degree okay fair enough but to say did my five years of legal education help me in my entrepreneurship journey mm-hmm. uh, absolutely yes because okay. um, there are you know i would never discount not just what i what not just the textual or or the studies aspect of my law school but university life right mm. overall molded me to be a more confident more smart more hard working person right mm. um so because i studied hard because we participated in extracurricular activities because i was a part of many you know societies uh, and extracurricular activities i think all those things have made me the person who i am today right correct, correct. So i would not discount that at all okay But fair enough that, other than that you know just studying taking exams reading a lot uh, preparing you know for those subjects that trains your mind right right um so i think that has allowed me to you know be a better entrepreneur and a, and a more uh you know groomed individual okay and um, while you guys are in that process of taking the decision of you know getting into coffee what was the initial reaction from your parents Oh, I mean, I, I know they helped you, they supported you, but what was like the first reaction? I mean, the the first reaction was, you know, my dad's a business person, right? Uh, he's okay. he's from a business background. Uh, my mom's a teacher, um, so so my dad was like, you know, okay, like uh, it sounds interesting, but can you make a case for it? You know, like why? You know, logically, right? So I mean, he right now, and when I saw his sleepy owl, he's he entered the tea warehousing business, so he warehouses tea in okay. Kolkata. 
Okay. And Darjeeling and all of that. So he he understands that tea, coffee are commodities, right? And there's always scope in any commodity, in any industry. Hmm. There is a lot of scope. So he said, you know, you need to present your idea. Why cold brew? What's the reason for cold brew? So on and so forth. And we did our research and due diligence and presented it to them in a logical manner and said that, listen, there is, this is the future. You know, it's going to pick up. If we don't do it, somebody else will. And, uh, you know, they were convinced with our presentation on a hypothesis, uh, you know, that, that there is a future in this and there is scope and they give us some money to, you know, uh, to kickstart. Start the thing, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, that does make a lot of sense. I mean, I wish I could have uh, done that for my parents. I mean, the first time I told them, you know, I'm quitting the job. They're like, why? Why do you want to quit job? Like, you're getting salary. Why do you want to leave that? I mean, that's like a normal mentality uh, most of the parents have, right? I mean, so that was the reason. So I remember it uh, in one of your interviews. I think it was uh, backstage with Millionaires mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had mentioned that, you know, the next year, which was 2020, uh, one of the biggest thing that you're going to release was the flavors um, in coffee because that's what the uh, consumers were asking for. Uh-huh. And 2020, you did bring out a lot of uh, flavors um, yes. in your brew bags. Correct, brew bags and brew packs, and both cold brew, hot brew. Even Correct. in our even in our ready to drink, we brought out some flavors. Correct, and that was fascinating. Now, keeping that in mind, uh, do you guys have anything planned for the next six months or a year? Like you know, this is something that short short we're gonna get. So I I can't say short short. I can okay. say this is in the works and we are planning it. But to say okay. short short, uh, you know, means that we will have a fantastic product and in hand. But we are working hard on uh, the plant based milk segment. Okay. Right to launch okay. ready to drink products with plant based milk. Okay. Um, unfortunately, unlike the US, you know, in India, uh, uh, the availability of great raw material ingredients, uh, manufacturing capabilities, etc. It's not, it's not there, you know. So right. it's taking a lot of effort and a lot of work. But uh, I hope that, you know, by the end of this year uh, or early next year, we are able to introduce it to the market. But are a lot of people asking for that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And even if people aren't asking for it, it's not, uh, you know, I, you can't discount what is going to happen in the next five years uh, with respect to this. Correct. Right? So it might Correct. Be limited now, but it will pick up in the next five years. And right. even in 2016, when we did launch Cold Brew, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was asking for Cold Brew. We gave it to them. Correct. It was a new thing. Yeah, and we gave it to them. And once we gave it to them, more people tried it, more people wanted it. And I think the mm. same thing is going to happen with plant-based milk as well. Correct, correct, correct. Now, uh, how did you guys start with the idea of the mugs, the enamel mugs? So, uh, you know, to be honest, uh, the initial spurt of thought was it'll be a you know additional revenue generator. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, like it'll help us make more money in our lean time. Correct. Right? But uh, it turns out that you know the 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 product in itself. Again, we are probably one of the only people to sell enamel mugs. Uh, you know, in the country, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's just blown up. There was a lot of demand for it, and there are people very excited about it. And uh, you know, the response has been overwhelming, much better than we expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when we said, okay, we need to really do a lot of merchandise, you know, because people, uh, we have given a sort of service mm-hmm. uh, uh, to our customers that has allowed them to enjoy the brand, right? right. Uh, where, where they trust the brand, they trust what Sleepy Owl has to offer, the quality of products that we offer, right? Correct. And uh, that's kind of gotten them to, you know, uh, appreciate our merchandise. So we've launched a lot more merchandise after that. And um, we do intend to launch, continue to launch merchandise in the future as well. 
but why enamel unique again there was not you know you want to go even today if you go online to search for an enamel mug you will find it very very difficult to get a good looking enamel mug correct uh, you know and uh, we figured that it's not there it's just not available so if we can make it available you know why not in fact you know like uh, nescafe uh, as a brand gives you a ceramic mug for free with many orders right you must correct, have correct. mugs yeah but to us personally that did not that wasn't something i'd be proud to keep in my house or at school right correct uh, so we wanted to give our own twist to that and uh, introduce something unique hmm. and uh, that's why enamel uh, was the first one but we recently launched ceramic mugs as well correct uh, so that's because enamel has its own challenges it's not microwaveable hmm. uh, you know and a few more things which customers you know think so we kept both options enamel mm-hmm. and ceramic hmm. and both do very very well for us I mean, I really liked it. I mean, I'm just waiting to order the next one. This is something really cool. I mean, a lot of people do have these mugs at their home, and uh, I mean, to be very honest, I'm not that I drink sleepy all every day. I mean, but I have it once in a while. But this mug is pretty cool. Thank you. And in fact, is... it's it's something that you know even the 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 traveler community really appreciates because enamel mugs are essentially very they you know very very good to travel around with and take. Correct. Um, Correct. So so yeah I mean it's got it's got good feedback and appreciation and you have the um, the double walled cold cups as well right correct the tumblers the tumblers yeah and and that was also because it did not it technically was not there in the market anyway it's right it's not it's not no one has it yeah it's a very unique product it's really again cool looking it's great for a big glass of cold brew to take with you with a, with a straw um you know so so it 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 really helped like i really you know i actually got a message from a customer a few days ago where he said that arman i was actually in manali and traveling and i was saw somebody else drinking uh, uh coffee or whatever beverage from an enamel mug okay. and you know that's how i discovered sleepy owl correct right? so so i mean uh, look at the power of your merchandise right like correct, when correct. somebody becomes a customer or becomes aware of your brand by seeing somebody else holding it and using it right correct um so so yeah that that's why we're doing more merchandise that's why we want to you know uh, be available in people's homes offices permanently right well even if you don't have my coffee in your house you might have my mug and it's a reminder to you and to anybody who interacts with you oh oh i've seen this mug oh this is cool nice wow that is that is like a short marketing lesson right there okay now uh, i also read one of your uh, written interviews i think it was in in forbes Okay. Uh, by Sayan Chakravarti, and uh, you had mentioned that you know you are waiting to get into the US and the UK market via Amazon. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it still on? Like, are you serving there or? No, we're not serving there. We're in fact working on it. And again, okay. I think that's a looks like a twenty twenty two goal. Yeah. Um, you know where we'll be actively and properly available. Okay. Uh, but like everything else, you know, we are we 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 haven't been in a super hurry because we truly do believe that there is enough. people and there's a growing market in india itself Correct. and we want to be able to streamline our entire uh, you know uh, uh, process order cycle inventory uh, everything before we decide to jump to a big market like that right okay so uh, and 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 i can obviously say to 2020 2021 covid has not been very helpful in allowing for you know making things seamless mm-hmm. um, so so yeah it's on it's on the cards and okay. we're working on it and it will happen but okay. there is demand there are you know there is an, uh, enough inquiries and demand that that shows us that yes there is a global market for us to play correct makes sense now i mean i'm i'm sure you would have studied that bigger market as well 
Um, and India itself as a market is growing in terms of online sales and people drinking more coffee at home. And then in the middle of this, there's this huge surge. Uh, I wouldn't say huge because it's relatively small, but uh, when you look at Instagram or social media in general, there's this huge um, interest in specialty coffee. Now, are you guys also planning to get into the specialty side of coffee? Uh, not right now. <laughs> uh, it's not on our cards. See, I think one thing that we have decided as a brand is that we want to offer uh, you know, convenience and we want to offer simplicity to our customers, right? Correct. By that, I mean, as, as customers ourselves, we were always overwhelmed by the number of specialty coffee options that were there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we believed that to an average person, it didn't make too much sense. Correct. Right? Um, so we went ahead and launched something as simple as an original and a dark roast, right? Before Correct. the flavors came in. Mm-hmm. Because we wanted to make it very simple that these are your two options. A and B, you can pick what you like or both and try it. And if you enjoy it, good for you, you know? Correct. Um, also, uh, once you get into specialty, right, then you are actually, I would not say the word does limited scale, but you are, you you have a limited amount of coffee to sell, right? From that brand, from that oven, or from that region. Correct. Right? Uh, our job was to make uh, coffee uh, more accessible and less intimidating for the average customer. Right. Correct. Um, so that's why you know, uh, and and I don't think our coffee is any less specialty. Correct. I mean, yes, it might not. You know, we might not be telling you that it's uh, it's single origin or it's from this farm, and this is the, you know, it's just coffee. it's just good coffee for the for the masses. I mean, absolutely, it's hundred uh, percent Arabica coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, most of it is uh, you know, grade double A and A. So okay. it's it's really good quality coffee, and I think a customer, the average customer you know, uh, is happy with this and they're enjoying it. And well, if they really, really want to upgrade uh, to specialty, there's enough people out there giving them options, you know, I mean, Correct. we're not competing with those. With Correct. The- it is there. I mean, if you really want it, it's, it's there yeah. available. Yeah. Speaking of which, okay. Uh, I remember I saw this advertisement that was uh, done by Sleepy Owl, uh, where this guy brings in a lot of equipments and stuff. And then, you know, there's another guy who's just throwing it out of the window and uh, just making a simple dip coffee or it was hilarious who came up with that idea my uh, my co-founder ashwajit came up with the idea all of the all of the marketing campaigns are his brainchild okay uh, you know um, they they he's the one who comes up with all the ideas and executes it and uh, work we have an in-house team that does this for us okay um, i think we did receive a little bit of flack for that advertisement as well from the specialty coffee community. I'll be honest, I was one of them initially. It's like, you know, what the hell is this? Why do you want to do this? But the, I mean, but the, see, but the entire idea is, I mean, I, I understand from a different perspective, it is just for the masses, right? And it is it is for that average layman person who might not be very interested in getting that complicated um, process to get a, a decent cup of coffee. I, I, I don't know. I, I would disagree there, Bini, because the thing is, you know, even 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 say yourself, right? Why are even me? I have a I have a French press at home. I have a pour over at home. But do I want to, you know, I have six cups of coffee a day. Do I want to do that every single time? You know, right. maybe once, maybe twice, but I travel a lot as well, right? And I go to office and have a cup of coffee there as well. I think brew bags are accessible to everybody and the cold brew as well, right? It is something that can add to your coffee collection. You know, Correct. I think the, the, you know, marketing is also about, uh, you know, I think that was presented in a way to, you know, uh, 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 gather eyeballs and like, 
Yeah, I think maybe that was our version of the Rahul Dravid cred ad. <laughs> uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, where where you get a lot of attention and you raise a few eyeballs, right? Correct, correct, I correct, think, correct. I think the, you know we we don't say that. Listen, throw your. I mean, technically, it doesn't mean throw your equipment away, but hey, while you have that, also have this, you know. And I think we have a lot of consumers who have uh, us in their coffee cabinet along with all the equipment as well. And correct, uh, you know, it becomes a good option. Correct. No. <laughs> now i mean i i i mean i remember uh, uh, there was a there was a group where we were discussing this advertisement and i was like you know why would you do that and people are like raging over it and then but, but then it, towards the end of the conversation it was like yeah but it, i mean it it is it is marketing at the end of the day i mean you cannot just argue with that aspect of it and True. which actually did uh, make a lot of sense but i mean that was a way of presenting your idea now coming back to you what is your preferred coffee from your entire sleepy all collection whether it is the flavor or the method or whatever ah oh, okay so i uh, you know to be honest uh, i'm an original cold brew coffee drinker like uh, it's a simple cold brew coffee that's what i have a lot of um that's my favorite uh, okay. you know it's very simple it's a nice black coffee i can chug it all day um and uh, however you know also being uh, you know being the co-founder and the person who handles production and operation side of the business i have to you know make sure that i'm actually circling and cycling through all my flavors and all the coffee so uh, in the last since we launched our flavors i actually you know rotate you know i, I keep a box of assorted flavors from every every other day mm-hmm. and i go through you know original cinnamon vanilla hazelnut and i don't mind it i'm happy to you know which is your favorite flavor out of them um my favorite flavor is the hazelnut Okay. Uh, but but customers seem to be really really enjoying the vanilla flavor. Oh uh, yeah. The best feedback till now. I like the the French vanilla. And, the French vanilla. Uh, Correct. I I really like that, and I also like the cinnamon a lot too. I mean that was my preference when I was making it, and I liked it. No, but that is pretty cool. Okay, now coming back to the business side of it. Uh, I mean I'm sure there will be the people who are wanting to do stuff in in the coffee industry. now one of the things that happens is people who are intending to make themselves um, big in the coffee industry they look at bigger companies they look at um, they look at blue tokai when it's the specialty side of it they look at uh, starbucks they look at sleepy all now but what they do not realize is the fact that you know it was not made in a day true now because i mean somebody looks at oh blue tokai there's a cafe hum log ko bhi karna hai yeah sleepy all they're selling so many stuff and we also want to do that uh, which makes it look easy when they say it, but it's not right and so if you were to speak to a bunch of people who are interested in to get into something to do with coffee what would be your top 3 uh, advice points to give it to them okay <clears throat> uh i think uh, point number 1 uh would be that you know be prepared for uh you know a, a, a 10 15 20 year journey right. it's not going to be a short journey you're not going to be an overnight success uh it's going to take very very long so you have to have that patience that drive that energy to sustain this you know whether it's the cafe side or the fmcg side yeah. it's not going to be an overnight uh journey uh so that would be point number 1 get into it knowing this right correct point number 2 is you know never compromise on quality 
right? Uh, or or never, uh, you know, feel that you can source uh, cheaper cost-wise, cheaper coffee, etc. to make up for it. I think the options now are so many out there that every brand needs to really, really strive on providing quality product, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, the ability to switch now from brand A to brand B is very easy. Um, and you don't want to lose customers because of that. Point number three is as far as possible, <clears throat> don't don't be a me too brand, right? Uh, <clears throat> because, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, uh, innovation is endless. Like at some point, yes, like, you know, uh, you know, we might introduce things that another brand offers or another brand, well, has gone ahead and offer, offers everything we have to offer. Um, so this will continue to go on, but <clears throat> whether it's in your service, whether it's in your uh, delivery style, whether it's in your branding, whether it's in your story, you know, have something that, that differentiates you, that allows people to, you know, know you differently, right? I think when we came into the scene with our cold brew products, the brew packs and the brew bags, um, it was novel. It was new. Mm. It was unique. Mm. So that's what gave us that attention, right? Mm. Had we had we had you know done the same thing that's a exactly the same thing that Blue Tokai or anybody else was doing, it would not have been possible for us to. It would have been tougher for us to stand out and create a name than it has been. So you want a slightly easier journey, slightly uh, do something hard. <laughs> that that I mean yeah. I think uh, over the conversation, I actually put that out as one of the notes, you know, finding that missing point because that's exactly what you guys did with coffee, with mugs, with everything. Uh, it's pretty cool. Now, what is the funniest feedback you've ever received from a customer? Oh, the funniest feedback. Okay, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the funniest, but I can say it's one of the recent feedback. So, you know, okay. we, gave, we sold our Tumblr Correct. Uh, with a straw to a customer. Okay. And he emailed, uh, you know, three, four days later saying my, my cat actually, you know, ruined the straw. So can I have another straw? And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, we obviously gave him an extra straw, but to me, that was quite funny because, uh, you know, it was just a thing. So we've actually ordered our second consignment of tumblers now. Okay. And I've told the supplier that I want, uh, you know, uh, about 400 extra straws for emergency situations because, you know, the, the tumbler... Anybody, is, there could be a lot of cats around. Yeah, not just cats. I mean, anybody could even lose a straw, misplace a straw, break a straw. And like, you don't want the whole product to be useless mm. uh, without the straw, right? It's, uh, so so I said, okay, we should have backup straws for customers. So it was sense. a funny feedback, but it gave us an actionable to actually, you know, uh, to do, do something, something about it, right? Nice. Okay, so starting on the first day, you were three people doing, the, doing everything together, mm -hmm. everything by yourselves. How big of a team do you have now? We're uh, 70 people plus. Wow. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, that's a lot of people. This, in, this includes all my, you know, all our manufacturing uh, staff, all our blue collar employees, um, mm. our sales teams, our merchandising teams, uh, you know, management, the, the, you know, marketing guys, the, everybody included is about 65 to 70 people now. Nice. That's like a huge leap right like from three people to 70 wow wow and everybody drinks coffee is it do you have tea no, no we don't yeah i mean we, yeah of course not everybody drinks coffee we we have uh you know when office was on people would have tea in the office uh some people don't drink coffee and that's fine you know yeah not everybody <laughs> needs to not everybody needs to. correct 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 cool great uh do you have any parting words that you'd like to share no, thank you, Bini. I mean, uh, thank you for doing this with me. It has been a very fun conversation. I, I do, you know, 
I, I I enjoy talking to new people, doing a lot of interviews. But I can truly say this has been a very, very, very engaging and very unique conversation. Uh, it's been fun chatting with you. Um, and you know, to to uh, to all the <clears throat> to, to 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 I think one question that you asked a little earlier was like, you know, uh, if you're not a copy expert or you uh, need guidance, right? Um, <clears throat> to all those listening, uh, you know, I actually connected with Bini. uh through through a network when i actually had questions and i had doubts and i reached out to bini for help and yes, uh, the coffee industry and any industry if you genuinely reach out to people make friends ask for help help is there you have to ask for it right correct, and correct. by asking by learning and by letting the world know that you don't know something and you want to know and learn about it you will get answers and you will become an expert right correct. so have that mindset and uh, you will find success in what you do awesome Okay thank you very much Arman it was great speaking with you and thank you very much i'll get back to making some more coffee uh, have a good week ahead and take you care too. man you too you Thanks. too you too thank you bini thank you so guys that is it that was the episode for this week uh, we'll be back next week with another interesting episode so season 2 of coffee protocol podcast is all about coffee with a different take on it and we still have some really cool and amazing episodes thank you very much for all the love that you've given to the episode so far um i can't i can't thank you all enough it is really amazing to see the feedback the comments and yeah so if you do have any feedback or comments please share with me it will be really helpful for me to make the coming episodes um, and making it better for you guys So yeah looking forward to your feedback thank you very much have a good week ahead take care have your cup of coffee and remember let's make coffee simple